Welcome to Living Radiant. I'm your host, Kelsey Fagan. And today we're chatting burnout. I am actually recording this laying down on my bed. I am on my phone again this week recording. Um, but I thought the only thing last week that was a little rough about the audio was some of like the air pops from like P's and T's and S's and like me breathing. (laughs) I'm so sorry. So I switched my like mic cover to actually be on my phone. It probably looks really funny. Um, But that's what we're doing until I figure out my mic situation because it's proving to be complicated. Like, okay, if you also if you didn't know, nice mics are like pretty expensive. And I got this one not that long ago. So I wasn't expecting to have to replace it already. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just the cord. Maybe there's some sort of warranty. So anyways, but I think I pretty much am getting it figured out. Um, Hopefully this doesn't sound too bad. I I tested it and I thought it was um, pretty decent, actually. Shout out iPhone 14 Pro Max microphone. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so hopefully that's not too, too bad for you. But Anyways, today's topic, well, okay, I didn't even say my usual, I hope you've had a great week. I'm sorry, that was so rude of me, but I do hope you've had a fantastic week. And my week was actually pretty, pretty good, just exhausting, Um, not even from anything in particular, just a culmination of things, honestly, but yeah, just busy busy, busy. And yeah, I have not, I've really not been on my content creation game lately. Like normally I'm someone who posts on TikTok like every day, often multiple times a day. I haven't really been posting, but like once every couple days and I don't even feel like my content has been that great. Like (laughs) the last thing I posted was like two days ago. It's literally me after I had a couple glasses of wine, like trying crumble cookie flavors, (laughs) just like rambling. I don't know (laughs) why people liked it, but (laughs) it's, yeah. Um, but anyways, that's what my content's been like lately. And it's been a struggle because I felt like for a little bit, like I was so, excited about making content and I had so many ideas and they were really taking off like those videos were getting like tens of thousands of views and engagement and stuff like that and I was having so many ideas and then like my life just got to be a little overwhelming and the ideas were no longer flowing so shout out burnout and it's it's hard because it's like it's not even one particular thing. It's just like I have struggled to really get into a good routine since moving up to Kansas City. And I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks, like I'll really get that under control. But I am such a routine person. Like I was so used to having my routine back in Tampa of like wake up at 520, walk to Pilates every morning, come back, walk the dog eat breakfast, have a little bit of time before I start work, start work. And then after, you know, my day finishes, go for my like six mile walk and then read a book, go to bed. Like I was just so used to having my very set routine. And some of not all of those pieces are just really feasible in my current situation. So that's been kind of rough. Also haven't been able to like eat the same way that I normally would. So anyways, it's just been 
a bit of a struggle. Like for me, someone I was actually talking to the other day said this, that to him, he was like, structure is freedom. And I was like, that is literally my motto. It really is like I need my structure, my routine. And I just haven't been able to create that for myself in the same way that I had before. So it's just not um, not too hot right now. And then also it's been interesting like being uh, in person in my office here uh, because I was working remotely for this company. And then once I moved up here, now I'm hybrid. So I go in uh, like two days a week into the office. And I forgot how exhausting working in person was. Like just all of the social engagement and like you have to get up and get fully dressed and ready and go somewhere and interact with people and deal with the traffic and have the extra commute time and not be in your comfy little home environment like it just adds whole layers of just exhaustion (laughs) so yeah it's just been been a time to adjust hi paisley pie my dog paisley just came in the room do you do you want to record with me honey bun why are you wagging your tail like that at me? Okay, well, she says hello. Um, but yeah, so I honestly didn't even really have the energy to like think of a full topic for this episode. And normally my topic ideas flow pretty easily to me because I I already honestly have a lot drafted, but some of them require like some additional research and things like that. But normally the ideas flow so easy for me with the pod and Paisley just yawned kind of close to the the phone mic. I don't know if you heard it. She like put her head on my leg now. Um, she's so cute. But yeah, so and for this episode, I was like, I don't even know what I feel like talking about. And I was like, wait, Kelsey, that's literally your answer. Burnout. And it's almost kind of weird. Like I almost didn't want to do this because Emma Chamberlain, if you listen to her podcast, Anything Goes, she like just had a burnout episode. And I was like, damn, like I feel like my style's already somewhat similar to Emma's and like my format, I guess. So I was like, I don't want to like do what she just did, but I have no choice. That's literally all I can think of to talk about today. That's what I feel like talking about with you all. And I like to just keep a really authentic space where I talk about what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing. And this is what I'm experiencing right now. So burnout is an interesting thing. And I actually did pull up some research on it, even though I was literally just like, I don't feel like researching and burned out. I I still, I did to an extent. (laughs) Um, But okay. I found this page that just defines a little bit more what burnout is. And I'm sure most of you probably already are like, yeah, I've definitely experienced burnout before. But if you haven't, or maybe you just want a definition with it anyways, burnout has been defined as a syndrome of emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and a sense of low personal accomplishment that leads to decreased effectiveness. Um, while burnout was initially spotted in the in those in helping professions like nurses, physicians, social workers, etc., it is widespread and is becoming more recognized. So this page is kind of geared more toward like the workplace, but it's really like in all areas, I think. Like for me, I'm experiencing it in many areas and it goes through five stages of burnout. And I'm just going to briefly go over them, but why I want to is because I think it's useful to kind of like 
combat the burnout, if that makes sense. Like I was reading through these and I was like, okay, I can kind of identify where I'm at. So phase number one, this is the honeymoon phase. So this oftentimes will happen when you take a new job or maybe you start a new activity, new sport, new hobby. You're doing something new. You're excited about it. You feel creative, optimistic, full of energy. You take more on in that area. So like even for me with like moving, right? Like super jazzed about the move, ready to do all the things. Go, go, go. I can totally recognize that in myself. Um, And that's a great stage and would be great in if we could stay there forever. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And a lot of times we end up kind of overdoing it. Um, I don't know if I necessarily overdid it in this capacity. Like, I, I actually don't think I did. But I think you can cause yourself to burn out when you do overdo it in, in your honeymoon stage. And then, okay, stage number two is the onset of stress. So you progress to the onset of stress stage when you gradually start noticing that some days are more stressful than others. You might feel like you're lacking time for your personal needs. Maybe you feel like you don't have time for like friends or family as much, or maybe it's your job that you feel like you don't have as much time for. Like just other things that you would normally enjoy, whatever's kind of burning you out. You feel like you don't have time for those other things as much. And maybe it gets like harder to focus. Maybe you sense some anxiety or maybe you're having some like changes in appetite or sleeping patterns. This has a thousand percent kind of come up for me. Like I feel like it's been hard for me to fit everything in in a day. Like and a lot of it is time. But a lot of times I'm like I just legitimately cannot like I physically mentally cannot like it'll be something simple like oh I need to do some laundry and I'm like I literally can't like sure do I have 30 minutes at the end of this day in which I could throw some laundry in yeah I guess but I feel like I can't like it's not even in I don't want to it's like I literally can't and I don't know how else to describe that unless you've been through it but when you're in it, you know, right? Like, you know, the feeling of like, no, I actually cannot do that. And then stage three is chronic stress. So we went from the onset of stress to actual chronic stress. So frequent experience of high stress levels bring you into the chronic stress stage. So not only have you just had like the onset, you're starting to feel stressed, but now it's chronic. So you are now starting to feel more out of control, more powerless. You feel like your efforts don't have the same results as before. So maybe you feel like you're trying really hard, but instead of that honeymoon stage where like everything's great and you're really thriving, like now you feel like you're using all this energy, but you're not getting as much. And in this stage, like you may start to procrastinate certain things or you may start to feel a lot more frustrated And then some of the symptoms too from the onset of stress, like not being able to sleep as much or being a little more anxious, those things get a lot more intense. And it gets more difficult to regulate emotions. Like 
small things can kind of set you off, right? I know this is like a thousand percent for me. If I am super burnt out and I'm in this chronic stress stage, which I feel like I'm starting to slide into a bit and I'm trying to catch myself here before I get further. But when I go into that chronic stress stage, it's like something that would normally just kind of irritate me. It no longer just kind of irritates me. Like it really bothers me. Like the smallest thing will just make me like on edge or it's like I'm kind of already on edge, you know, and then one little thing just like tips it off. And for me, like I'm not a particularly like aggressive person and like I'm not a yeller by any means. A lot of it's just super internal for me. So I I know some people, they maybe more get like outwardly upset. Um, But if you're like me, it's like a lot on the inside. (laughs) Um, And a lot of a lot of times that can cause us to then distance ourselves from our friends colleagues, family members, whatever, because you're trying to prevent those triggers. Like I will for sure start noticing myself doing that, like trying to find that distance a little bit more because I'm like, oh, the smallest, smallest thing is going to set me off. I already know. Um, And sometimes you may even start to like self-medicate in this stage Uh, whatever that looks like for you, be it food, drugs and alcohol, what, you know, whatever it is, whatever your, your thing of choice is. And then after this is when we get to the actual burnout stage, like the burnout, burnout, we've tapped out. So this is what, what happens when we don't address the chronic stress Because it results in a more critical exhaustion level that makes it hard to cope with the demands of our daily lives. And I feel like this is kind of what I'm approaching. I don't know. Maybe I'm already there. I'm trying to figure that out. Maybe we'll figure it out together on on this episode. But there's a continuous sense of failure and powerlessness that eventually leads to feeling despair disillusionment. It becomes difficult to like see a way out of the circumstances that you're in. You can start to feel indifferent toward a lot of things. Maybe it is work or maybe it is a hobby or, you know, but you start to feel a lot more of that indifference. And then any symptoms that you've already had are definitely going to intensify. Like at this point, you're probably constantly fatigued. You may have digestive issues headaches, behavioral changes. You're probably going to have a lot of self-doubt. You're going to be more pessimistic when you're burnt out. Like all of those things can definitely come out at this stage. Okay, now that I'm really thinking about this, maybe I'm not fully burnt out yet. I think I'm just approaching it because I don't feel like helpless. And I, I don't think I'm completely like constantly fatigued because there are still some things that give me energy Okay, I'm going to go over those in a second though, but we're going to get to our fifth and final stage first um, before going over some of those ways to like counteract it, you know, and some of the things that I'm now trying to do to counteract the burnout. But the fifth stage is when you don't manage to recover from burnout and the state and the symptoms become part of your life. So 
it's really difficult to get back to your normal stage and it's probably going to permeate into a lot of different areas of your life, so your work life, your relationships, your hobbies, like you're not finding joy in things that you did find it in before. You don't really feel like doing anything. A lot of times this is where some depression is going to creep in and it's a good idea to if you're not someone who's actively in therapy already, like this is at the point where like now you actually need everyone needs therapy but then you're at the point where it's like okay now you really really need it because you're not getting out of this otherwise um so this is the point where I think burnout becomes really dangerous is if it becomes this chronic thing and I think that can be such a thing in a lot of western society because we have such a productivity mindset and a lot of like you need to be doing and making and and earning money and doing all of the things and go, go, go. And I think it can be a lot easier than we realize sometimes to reach this habitual burnout stage because a lot of us will just keep going and keep going and we start to experience the stress and it turns into burnout. And now it's habitual burnout. We're probably getting depressed. We're chronically fatigued. And that is what I would really love to avoid for myself personally. So (laughs) I'm going to talk about some ways that I'm actively trying to do that. So for me, I find I'm I, I have whenever people ask me if I'm an introvert or an extrovert, it's such a weird question because I think I've always defaulted to introvert because I definitely need my time alone to like fully recharge and feel good to go. But I actually don't need that much of it. And I usually feel a lot better if I do something social, which is so interesting because that's the definition of an extrovert is like getting energy from social things. And I also do that. Maybe I'm just a true ambivert. That's what it's called, right? Ambivert? Why does that feel wrong coming out of my mouth? But yeah, maybe I'm just a true one of those. But For me, something I have been really enjoying doing since moving up to Kansas City is meeting new people. And I find that fun and energizing and it's something I enjoy. So I'm trying to do more of that. So like um, going on dates with guys, I'm trying to do that more. Uh, Going on like friend dates. I don't know why I tripped over my words so much just then, but like doing friend dates, like meeting new people on like Bumble BFF or from like podcast group me's shout out fun on weekdays. Um, but things like that, like meeting new people, going out and doing stuff. And for me, relationships, romantic and platonic, like just relationships in general are such an important part of life. And I think they are for everyone. But for me, I've learned that I really have to prioritize them. So I am kind of forcing myself to do those things at least a few times a week. And I do think that's helping prevent, um, prevent me from getting to like a chronic burnout stage because I do still have something that I'm really enjoying doing. Um, so that's like a way for me that I can kind of prevent that. And then I'm also really, really trying to prioritize my physical activity And this is something that's been slipping for me because usually I have such a good routine with it. And like I talked about before, like it's been kind of hard to keep that same routine. But I am making sure that every day 
I'm doing some sort of physical activity because I need that. It makes me feel good. And it's not always going to be, you know, intense every day, but I am doing it. I'm making sure that I am working it into my schedule, even if it's not as extensive before as it was before. I'm making a really active effort to do it. <laughs> and I think that is has been an important thing for me too, as well as trying to manage my nutrition as best I can. Um, but it's like finding those things that I do get some joy in and that are grounding for me and trying to make sure that I really prioritize those things. And then one that I have not been doing a good job at, but this is me verbally committing to you all that I'm going to be better at it, is sleeping. I have really had a hard time getting my like full eight hours of sleep every night. I'm, I've am i honestly, I've been sleeping closer to like five hours a night, <laughs> um, which a lot has to do with like my schedule and my current location and like all of that. But yeah, this is one that I really want to focus on. I'll report back in next week and we'll see how we're doing. <laughs> But yeah, it's just been a a big struggle for me is getting the sleep. And that is so, so important. I'm I'm probably going to do an entire episode um, some point in the future on sleep and some things that I've personally experienced uh, with it. (laughs) But that I think that can be a big one for burnout. And then I think another thing I really want to also get back to prioritizing is reading. I used to be someone who read every single night and I love to read um, and I have really been slacking on it recently just because I feel like, oh, I don't have time. And But I know it's like kind of a cycle because I'm feeling burnt out so I don't pick up a book at the end of the night. But then that just contributes to me continuing to feel burnt out because reading is something that fuels me. Um, and that helps to relax me so I can sleep the eight hours and all of that. So I need to just take my own advice and just pick up the dang book. I know, I know. If my voice sounds terrible, I'm sorry. I'm like literally laying down. But yeah, I'm just, I'm very much in this stage of I just want to lay here and watch Gilmore Girls. That's like such a fun fall show for me. Sorry, slight distraction. But why even is Gilmore Girls such a fall show? I guess it kind of has a fall aesthetic more than any other season, even though the show goes through all four seasons. If anything else, I think it would be a winter show. It's definitely not a spring or summer show. I don't know, but I I love it. I can watch it year round. But anyways, yeah, I, I thought that these different stages of burnout were interesting to learn about, though, because I think what is helpful is if you can identify where you're at and then catch it before you get to the next one. So for me, I can tell that I'm on this border of like the chronic stress and like the full-on burnout stage. So for me at this point, like I'm now like, okay, Kelsey, we're prioritizing sleep and we're adding in reading. And then we're going to make sure that we don't let our physical exercise or our social things slip. And I think also I probably just need like a really good potato day, you know, like a, I hate the phrase rot in bed. Like I hate it when people say that, like I just need to rot, but like same sentiment. I just don't know what else to call it. I'm just calling it potatoing. Like I just need to be a potato and like lay in bed for a day and like not let my mind worry about 
other things. And then, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yawning. I'm sleepy. It's 8 o'clock and I get up at 4.40 in the morning. So it's about my bedtime, honestly. But yeah, that is, that's where I'm at. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because that's what I've been struggling with is just honestly feeling so burnt out and not feeling like I have the capacity to do really anything that's even somewhat unpleasant. Even some pleasant things I don't feel like I really have the capacity to do right now. Um, and I'm going to report back next week on where I'm at and this burnout. I'm hoping I can reverse out of this chronic stress type of vibe um, and just get into maybe just a lightly stressed back into just the onset of stress, you know? Um, that's that's what we're going for. So <laughs> I'll report back next week. And I think that's really all I have for you. Oh my God, wait, before I um, stop this recording though, we have to talk about Taylor and Travis really quick. Oh my God, those pictures of them in New York with them holding hands the first ones I'm obsessed I really enjoy them as a couple and I really hope it's end game for both of them I love that for them I think they're so cute and this won't make sense to anyone who is not familiar with Kansas City but Taylor has such a Kansas City vibe like she just would fit very well in Kansas City and granted of course she's always gonna you know have to be in the big cities but I could totally see her spending a lot of time here and being a very happy girly like she just has KC vibes um I don't know how to explain that she just does but yeah I just had to point that out Uh, and oh my god also I'm in some group me's where like girls were talking about selling tickets for the Chiefs games these tickets are astronomical. I'm talking $400 to like sit in the nosebleeds, like wild, wild, because people are like, oh my God, Taylor Swift might be there. And I understand, but I cannot get myself to pay that much for a ticket (laughs) for a football game. But anyways, so fun, right? So much fun. They're just a fun couple to follow. I think a lot of the speculation that goes on is kind of weird and like creepy and like people morphing their faces to like see what their baby would look like. That's creepy. Don't do that to people. Can you imagine you just started dating someone and people are like publicly morphing your faces and being like, what would your offspring look like? That's weird. That's weird. But I do think they're fun to follow, and it's, of course, the talk of the town here in Kansas City, so just a fun time, but anyways, that's really all I have for you today, just trying to continue to to settle in and do it in a non-stressful way, get my routine going, because routine and structure are so important, whether you realize it or not, or whether you think you're someone who needs it or not, like everyone benefits from it. I promise you, at least to some extent. So anyways, trying to really get my structure back in place and just fully adjust. And then I think I'll be good to go. But in the meantime, still enjoying my social things, meeting new people, going on, you know, romantic dates and friend dates, super fun. So yeah. And Casey is such a cool city. So I also really, okay, that made me feel slightly inspired. I really want to make content about Kansas City, like not a ton, but just some vlogs here and there, like showing stuff 
that I like to do here because it's such an underrated city. I almost don't even want to tell you all about it because I don't want people to have the influx of moving here like what happened in Tampa, but um, it's, it's a really cool city and I'm excited to show pieces of it to you and I'm enjoying being a Midwestern girly. So yeah, um, thanks so much for listening and I hope this didn't come out too jumbled. I'm just, like we've discussed, I'm just in my burnout era. <laughs> so I hope you have a most wonderful week and I promise next week's episode will be a little more put together and I kind of want to go over some like fall-ish things, but we'll see. And until next time, my radiant babes.